This is The Ghost Light, the weekly interview podcast that shines the spotlight on theater professionals that don't see it as often as the stars. Hello, listeners. Thank you for tuning in to the 12th episode of The Ghost Light. I'm extremely excited about this episode. I have a very talented photographer by the name of James Jin on today. But before we get to that, uh, I would just encourage you guys, if you want to help me out in any way, you can always leave an Apple podcast review or a rating and review on any service you use. All of those kinds of things don't necessarily boost me in the ratings, but they do give me a little bit of an ego boost, which is important. <laughs> in addition to that, word of mouth is like one of the best things you can do for this show. If you know someone that is interested in theater or likes interview podcasts, or if they don't know what podcasts are, maybe you could introduce them to that and, you know what, just plug the ghost light. I don't really have a marketing budget for this show, so word of mouth is an extremely important tool for me, and it would mean a lot if you could tell somebody about the show this week. Likewise, if you're tuning in for the first time this week, I would encourage you to go back through the backlog of the shows. I've had some extremely talented, wonderful people on, a bunch of people from college, including my lovely wife. There's some very good stuff back there, so I would highly recommend going to check that out. As for today's episode, like I mentioned, I'm having James Jin on. James Jin runs a very popular blog called Dancers of New York. If you know what Humans of New York is, it's a very similar thing with a twist on it. He photographs dancers that live in New York, and he's going station by station through every single station in New York. Uh, where they live and interviewing them and just getting their take on what the theater is like and what the dance world is like and what inspires them. So a very similar thing to what I'm doing. So it was really great to have James on to get his perspective. In addition to that, we talk about his work as a headshot photographer and just a photographer of all types. He has a website, jamesgen.com. You can check him out there. Uh, I asked him basically what he looks for when he's doing headshots. What does he want somebody to do? What does he want them to come in prepared with? So I think that's highly beneficial for people who may be listening to this and wondering the same things. Uh, without further ado, I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Thanks for listening. Thank you, James, for joining me today, coming in studio all the way from Astoria. I really appreciate oh, that. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. I'm really excited to talk to you about, because you're really in the realm of like headshots and, and shooting now. So I'm really interested to get your take on the theater from that perspective. Um, so why don't you go ahead and open up by just telling us more about yourself and how you got to where you are today? Sure. Uh, so I'm James. I'm a photographer based in New York City. Um, I'm also the uh, creator of Dancers of New York, which um, I featured dancers all over the city um, at different subway stations. Um, yeah, so I've been doing that for about three years. Uh, and here I am, yeah. Mm -hmm. So what was your background? Were you interested in photography in high school or when did that kind of start? 
Yeah, so I've actually recently started to realize because I've started seeing photos come up from high school. Um, <laughs> but I started shooting in high school um, with my dad's film camera. Mm. Um, I just wanted to be like this cool guy who you know who was shooting film camera. Um, yeah. So I started doing that and um, got really into photography. Started taking photos for a high school newspaper. Um, yeah, and then that just kind of kept going. Um, never thought of it as a career. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so when I went to college, I didn't really take that many photos. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my senior year of college, um, I I took prom photos for my brother brother in law. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and yeah, and then I realized, oh, how much I love photography. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so that's where I kind of took a turn and and you know started pursuing photography. I was studying business okay. in school at time. Um, yeah. Where did the kind of the theatrical nature of photographing come in? So there are people who do like landscapes and stuff. Uh-huh. You do more portrait work and headshots for people yeah. and then also the dancers in New York stuff. So mm-hmm. how did you get into that? Absolutely. Um so I started shooting dance because uh my wife dances. We met in high school and you know I saw her um growing up dancing and uh and even in college and you know i always knew that that's what she wanted to do as a as a career um yeah so i just started shooting with um, some of her friends and at her studio and and then i grew to love um dancers photographic Mm -hmm. dancers um yeah i think there's something so different and unique about dancers Mm -hmm. yeah so when you're photographing a dancer, what what is that uniqueness? Why is it so appealing to you? Yeah, um, so it's it's a really weird concept because dance is is movement, right? Mm-hmm. There's always movement involved, and and photography is is freezing time. So how do you convey movement when you're freezing time? It's like a really weird thing, um, mm-hmm. but that's what I love doing. Um, but yeah, I think that's what makes it special. You're kind of trying to do the impossible. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay. So you you said your wife is a performer. I believe she's in the Rockettes. Yeah, um, yeah. So right she started that, that um, last year. Okay. Um, yeah, and that's been one of her dreams. And yeah, I was so happy uh, when I found out. <laughs> was, was she kind of instrumental in where you went with photography? Did she Did she push you to do that? Or were you inspired by her? I was definitely inspired by her. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I wouldn't be where I am without, uh, yeah, without my wife's influence. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna start crying. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, she's been uh, such a great supporter uh, of my my journey, and yeah, yeah, I I wouldn't know where I would be. Okay, did you have an interest in theater before you met her, or how did that work? <sighs> sort of. It was like a really weird thing. I <laughs> I wasn't really interested in theater but i watched uh i loved west side story the movie mm-hmm. so i watched that like 10 times in high school and uh like memorized all the songs um but never did theater in high school mm-hmm. um yeah and then all this I, I gained a lot of theater knowledge like through just being involved in the community mm-hmm. um when i was photographing dancers and you know i'm um, just like finding out about their life and what it's like to be in this industry um yeah, so it was really funny when I went to see uh, something rotten on Broadway, uh, and there's that song "Musical," uh-huh. uh, and it refers to all these different Broadway musicals, and I was like getting a lot of them. Um, mm-hmm. So it was just really funny because I would have never gotten them. Yeah, uh, yeah, without her, without yeah, without her help. Her. Yeah, 
Yeah. So did you guys meet because of theater or how did that work? Yeah. Yeah. So I, uh, I think everything I did in high school was like, I wanted to be cool. So that's why I did it. So I play, <laughs> didn't, I play didn't guitar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I play guitar. Um, I was, I was the guy with the guitar and, uh, and I played for the dance show at high school. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and my wife was the one who, um, who was the lead in the piece I played. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I sang Hey There, Delilah. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah nice. Yeah. Classic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think there's a video out there. Um, oh, but yeah. I'll have to look for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we met. Okay. Um, so to get back into, I guess, where you're at now, um, you started, like you said, Dancers of New York. So where did that come from and what pushed you to do it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we moved to the city about three years ago um starting fresh you know um we're both kind of chasing our dreams of you know being a dancer and being a photographer and um she was going to auditions a lot uh you know from washington heights to pearl studios where lots of auditions are and i realized that there were tons of other people you know hundreds of other people who were doing the exact same thing um pursuing what they what they want what they love to do um so yeah so i just thought that you know if i think my wife's story is so important um then you know people all those people who are doing other things um aren't theirs just as important Mm -hmm. you know um so i wanted to kind of yeah get everyone's story and and um and share with people um share their struggles share their success um and hopefully um inspire others and mm-hmm. yeah that's why i was excited to have you on because that's a very similar thing to what i'm doing but you obviously have a unique spin because you're also photographing them and you're writing a long form blog about them mm-hmm. as well but there also is that very interesting component where you are taking somebody from every stop mm-hmm. every stop along the subway yeah do you know where you're at right now? Like, are you at 50%? Where, where are you at? Yeah. Um, so it's been a while. Um, <laughs> and my original goal was to have all of New York City subway. So like Bronx, Brooklyn, Queens, um, mm-hmm. all those. Um, but I think what I've come to realize is that uh, I should just finish it in Manhattan. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I I'm, think I'm away about like 15 stops. Okay. Um, in Manhattan, so I'm hoping to finish that this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What stops do you have left? Do you know? Uh, a lot of downtown stops, kind of like the ones that you never hear about, like oh. JMZ, Wall Street area. Yeah, yeah, or? exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which I've heard no dancers, dancers live there. Yeah, <laughs> they can't afford it. Yeah. Well, if any rich dancers listen to this show, get, yeah, there get you in go. touch with James. <laughs> yeah. So, where do you see? the blog going are you interested in taking this long term or is are you more focused on james Jin photography for now a little bit of both um i i'd love to have a, a compiler book um mm-hmm. with all the stories and but yeah so i mean i definitely want to put an end to the project um, because i feel like it's been my identity for the last three years mm-hmm. um yeah, so I'm ready for something new and yeah. Okay. And I'll be interested to get your like theatrical photographer side look sure. at headshots. So you also do headshots for not only dancers, but I think performers as well, right? Yeah. Musical theater performers and mm-hmm. actors and actresses. So when you're shooting someone and it's particularly like a headshot, what are you looking for? 
yeah. what are you asking to for them to give you? Yeah. Um, so I think maybe this is coming from like the business uh, <laughs> student sense, um, but you know, headshot is a, a tool to market yourself, right? Um, so I think sometimes people people get confused with like having a good looking photo of themselves versus like having a photo that represents you. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, like a really good looking photo um, of yourself might not be the best headshot mm-hmm. if it doesn't look like you. You know, they like they want to um, the casting directors want to have a headshot that like they can help to like match your face with your resume, you know, mm-hmm. um, or like to expect certain things, um, like expect your type, you know, it just helps them, um, in the, in their jobs. Um, so yeah, I like to get something that like really looks like them. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you look at the, the photo and look at the person's face, you know that it's the same person, mm-hmm. um, and gives like the same vibe. Yeah. yeah. I think you just want to be, be yourself. Um, yeah. So I try to pull like natural expressions, uh, of people and yeah. So if you're naturally like the goody two shoes part, you shouldn't try to play Rizzo and Grease or anything. You should just stick to what is more like you instead of trying to be somebody else, right? Um, a little bit, yeah. I mean, I think there's something inside of us that rejects the idea of like, oh, I look like this, so I can only this, I can only play this part. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I think that's how it is in the business. Um, you know, like you do look a certain part, mm-hmm. you know. So what kind of prep work should somebody do before they get their headshots taken? Yeah, um, that's a really good question. Um, I would say ask for advice from photographers. So like what to wear. Um, Everyone has their different opinions on it. Um, And then like practice in the mirror, like looking at yourself and um, trying different faces. See what that looks like. Mm -hmm. I think that really helps. Um, but yeah, but I, I think I do most of my work, um, at the, um, at the studio. Um, so like they don't necessarily have to prepare a lot, you know, everything's kind of done. Mm-hmm. Like I help them, I, I guide them through the session. So what does that session look like? They just, they, they come in, they say, I want X number of headshots. And then you just say, okay, put this on look this way or or what does that look like yeah a little bit um so what i really like doing is having people get comfortable with posing in front of camera Mm -hmm. so i'll always say like you look awesome you know positive uh reinforcement is such a thing um so i I do that and then i actually uh, go through the photos with them um and then let them see like what they're doing Mm -hmm. um because i think the, uh, the fear comes from not seeing what's behind the camera mm-hmm. um so when you when you see it that fear kind of goes away uh and then i give them tips like you know smolder do a smolder <laughs> yeah. and uh Smize. yeah exactly yeah uh but yeah yeah try to pull natural expressions that's the best way okay so what are some things that maybe maybe annoy you isn't the right word but things mm. that people do incorrectly during headshots mm. sessions let me try to think I mean, most of most of the sessions end up pretty great, so I don't think there's anything that like bothers me a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe just maybe maybe like putting up a wall a little mm-hmm. bit, like it. Yeah, it's just great when you don't have that wall. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have to like have uh, 
I don't have to put in extra effort to like break down that wall. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, just like just be honest and be yourself. Um, yeah. Okay. So, w- what are kind of long-term goals for James Jen? What do you hope to be doing with photography a uh-huh. couple of years from now? Um, that's a good question. I would like to do more commercial things. Um, so I like working with individuals, um, but also um, sometimes I feel bad about like charging people because mm-hmm. I know how hard it is to be in you know be an actor uh be a dancer right Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) i I know i know what that's like so um yeah so i want to do more work that you know enables me to like be more comfortable in terms of you know financial um financially and then uh do like other things that i like um -hmm. that i'm passionate about on a more uh under less pressure yeah if that makes sense it does yeah yeah um so you mentioned earlier that you felt that dancers of new york has kind of defined who you are for the past few uh, years do you feel like that's going to help or hinder you in getting to that goal because you do have a large following so like there's kind of a trade-off there do you, do you think it helps you or does it hurt you a little bit oh it definitely helps mm-hmm. um it's really good to have a, a body of work Mm-hmm. that yeah that that represents you because people see it and they know what it is um a lot of times and yeah that can only help you i think um unless you want to do something totally different mm-hmm. and you feel like you're stuck in that um that brand but i mean i love i love photo- photographing dancers um and i think that's where always my heart will always be mm-hmm. um yeah so that's like my passion project um yeah, and I think I'll just continue to do that. Great. Yeah. So what what inspires you to reach those goals? Um, is it just dance in general? Is it somebody specific? Is it, you know, did something, you know, you said that you uh, were shooting in, in when you were younger and then a little bit at the end of college. Mm-hmm. Like, was there a moment where you said, yes, this is like what I want to do? Yeah, I mean, the reason why I said that was... Um, because it felt like something that I was proud to own um, and, and say, like proud to say that I'm good at mm-hmm. and feel confident in saying that. Um, whereas, you know, I thought about like being a businessman and all those <laughs> things, but I never thought that I'd be a good, good at that, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so it, it was really important to me that, you know, this was one thing that I could say I was good at and, and see like see a future and doing but what was the first first part of the question i feel like it was a little different <laughs> uh i think you answered it it was yeah. just like what what inspired oh, what inspired you, or, you know. yeah yeah uh i think it's the fact that i am doing something that i love with the people who are doing something that they love mm-hmm. um i think that's a huge um influence on me on what i do um and then you know i get to do that with uh, my wife who's you know doing the exact same thing um right beside me so yeah i think that's what keeps me going um mm-hmm. it's just yeah seeing people's success and it's all about the shared experience for you yeah absolutely yeah. and making a living while doing it yeah which is important right yeah so do you think you would have been miserable in business um 
or you would have made I would have been okay. I would have yeah. been okay, but I wouldn't be as um like engaged in the world as I am now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you mean engaged in the world as a whole like you feel like you're connecting with the world more often or yes. like what does that what does that mean? Um so engaged in the world as in I care more about people around me. Mm. Um the relationships that I have um whereas I think if I was just in a 9 to 5 I probably would have just been the same person all the way through with you know with no changes and mm-hmm. um because I I think I do terrible when I when I'm comfortable mm-hmm. you know yeah um you get complacent or... exactly yeah. yeah so yeah I think that's why yeah I think another interesting thing about the blog is that you get these perspectives of people that are around you all the time living in New York so mm-hmm. you could be on the train with these people who have these very unique experiences yeah. of the theater and of life um so that's why your blog has been inspiring to me i, I mean i've read oh, most thank of you them, so yeah of course um you worked with my wife very early on i know yeah yeah oh my god <laughs> she was like probably like the first 10 i want to say yeah was she easy to photograph you can be honest what was that was she easy to photograph yeah 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 <laughs> um i think she was from what i remember i think she was at a time where she was kind of going through mm-hmm. a tough time tough yeah. phase um you know right then mm-hmm. but um yeah, but I mean that's what I love about the project is like it's just like a little time capsule for these um for the dancers mm-hmm. to like remember and reflect back on what they used to like go through. Mm-hmm. Um cuz now, you know, since then like she's done so much and you know she yeah. just did not, you know, dirty dancing. Mm-hmm. And uh and I was so happy when I found out. Um <laughs> yeah. What has been your most favorite shoot from Dancers of New York? Doesn't have to be Sophie. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, so there has been, what, I photographed about 150 mm-hmm. so far. That's really hard to like pinpoint one. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's a lot of different stories that get featured, um, but it's always surprising when people talk about something that they would normally not share mm-hmm. in, with the public. Yeah. Um, so like I had one girl who shared that she lived in Central Park, um, you know, <laughs> while she was here. Wow. Uh, and a friend who came out after, um, after getting married, you mm-hmm. know, um, and uh, yeah. So I mean, there are just all those all these personal stories um, that it's hard for me to just pick one that you know i loved or Mm -hmm. um because i think that's the thing yeah every everyone's story is so different so i don't don't think i don't think i can say that Mm -hmm. you know i prefer one over the other you just crave like authenticity exactly okay yeah i love when people are just open and honest um about themselves Mm -hmm. than thinking about how people are going to see their story Mm -hmm. um yeah yeah, so that's what I try to look for when I'm when I'm picking people to feature as well. It's like, you know, how um, how comfortable are they with themselves? And mm-hmm. yeah, so you've had run-ins and interviews with, you know, like you said, 150 dancers mm-hmm. or performers. Um, so you've heard a lot of stories. You've taken a lot in. What is some advice you would give to somebody who's struggling through a tough time right now? in the theater 
maybe they're considering giving it up or mm-hmm. maybe they're being forced into a tough situation where they can't support themselves through it. So you've heard a lot of stories. What yeah. can you kind of give to that person? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think one thing is your training never stops. Um, even out of college, you have to keep putting the hours in if you if you feel like you're not good and like technically good, you know, in dancing or singing or acting, whatever. You know, you just have to put in the hours. Um, and just because you, it's uh, it's never to start. Um, it's never late to start. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's never late to start. Um, so yeah, just keep putting in those hours. And then second thing is um, believe in yourself. Believe that you can do it. If you don't believe in yourself, nobody else will. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think those two are the, the um, two most important things mm-hmm. I've learned. Yeah, Great. I want to thank you again for coming on. Uh, before we're, we wrap up here, um, is there anything that you would like to plug, your website or anything? Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dancersofny.com. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can find it on Instagram, Facebook. Um, and yeah, and uh, I'd love to uh, work with you Great. all. And you also have, is it jamesjinimages.com? Yeah, jamesjinimages.com. Um, yeah. You can you know find headshots and yeah. Portraits. And Those things. are very gorgeous headshots and portraits. Oh, so thank you. if you're somebody in New York that's listening right now, I would recommend it. Sophie has worked with you a number of times and they've always looked amazing. Ah, thank you. Yeah. So thanks again, James. I really appreciate you coming out here and doing this with me. It's a great interview. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you once again for listening to this episode of The Ghost Light. I hope you had as much fun listening to it as I did conducting the interview. Like I said before, James is an incredibly intelligent and talented person. If you live in New York and you need headshots, his work is beautiful. As mentioned before, you can find him at dancersofny.com or jamesjinimages.com. If you'd like to find The Ghost Light on social media, you can find me at TGLpod on Twitter and Facebook. It would be great if you guys could add me on the social platforms and interact with me. Let me know people you would like to see on the show. I'm open to interviewing theater professionals of all types, from all places, all creeds, all nationalities. Uh, anybody that you think would be a good fit, go ahead and let me know on there. You can also reach me at theghostlightpod at gmail.com. On next week's episode, I have a great conversation with another friend from college, Amber Flores. Amber is a highly talented musical theater performer that lives in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, and she's also recently gotten into real estate. So I speak with her about her experiences in the theater, but also about what skills she uses in her current role and what she hopes to do in the future. So be on the lookout for that episode, but until then, I'll see you next time at The Ghost Light.